This is the new blue review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM. That was African Sky Blue by the one and only Johnny Clegg. You gotta love that stuff. Uh, to go with our purple jacaranda introduction that we had. I thought you had to get the, the right kind of song to play with uh, all of that. Now, very interesting uh, email that I received the other day, which I thought was um, pretty cool. And it is a, uh, it is about the, it is about what is going on. Uh, in Israel, there is a new monument that is being put by, uh, up by the JNF. And, and they are saying to people, if you are in Israel, um, then you must, uh, uh, then you must be there because I think it's going to be very, very interesting. And they are going to be sort of doing a sod um, turning, and the sod turning, uh, sod turning uh, ceremony. Excuse me, <laughs> having some technical issues here. And sure, okay, technical issues are out the way. Let's try this again. So, what is going on is that they are putting up a monument to. South Africans who were in the anti-apartheid or anti-apartheid activists and also contributed to the state of Israel in, in, in some way, which is very, very interesting. And basically what they're going to be doing is putting up a park and the park is going to have a symbolic number of trees and they are going to be doing a sort of oral history project. Cause of course, when we talk about people who were anti-apartheid activists, we often refer to uh, the big names, people that were a big part of the ANC or the struggle, but many, many people opposed apartheid in different ways, through the legal system, through education, through uh, civil society actions, uh, in, in all sorts of ways. And sometimes those are not remembered. And what oftentimes would happen is, particularly in the Jewish community, you would find that people then go and um, go, go after that, uh, and, and made Aliyah, go to Israel, and, and then contributed to the state as well. And uh, in different ways, in music, in dance, in uh, architecture, uh, in, all sorts of, uh, in all sorts of ways. And so this monument is going to be put up uh, in a park in Talmond, uh, which is a sort of town outside of Tel Aviv. And it's uh, also slated to have a, a special sculpture that is going to be put up. Uh, a South African sculptor is going to be putting this thing up. Uh, and uh, also they're looking at composing a special song. And there's going to be a whole opening ceremony. Uh, and the first sod turning for this is going to be on the 8th of November. So I think it's a very exciting, uh, exciting project, something which can be uh, assisting uh, in the memory for, of, of our community and, and the work that was done on, on two very important things in the 20th century, one which was uh, Israel and the other one which was fighting apartheid. So I think that that will be, that will be very, very positive uh, and something that uh, I'm hoping that will inspire the next generation of young Jewish South Africans to make similar contribution because it's a, um, it, it is something that uh, is, is, is very powerful to understand how in the past perhaps, you know, you had to blow up things, uh, and fight, which of course is still necessary in some cases. Uh, but you can also, you can also find out what is, uh, sort of going on, 
and, and, and be inspired to do other things to help strengthen our democracy uh, and our society and all sorts of, of things like that. So I think it's great. Check out the, the JNF website. Uh, they are going to be, I'm sure, talking a lot about this and engaging with it quite a lot. Um, stay tuned because in a little bit we are going to be talking to Amit Goldman. Uh, she is from the Council of Lithuanian Jury, uh, and we're going to be finding out about what is going on uh, in Lithuania today with the Jewish community. It's going to be very, very interesting. So do stay tuned. I'm Benji Shulman. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Chai FM. And I'm very happy to welcome on to the program in our studio today, very exciting guest, Amit Goldman. And uh, she is from Jewish Litvak, which is kind of the, the umbrella body representing Jewish interests in Lithuania of all places. And she does all sorts of other interesting things in the community there. Uh, and she's currently in South Africa visiting us. I thought we had to get her on the show to chat <laughs> about the work that she does. Amit, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us on the New Blue Review. Hi, hello, hello. Pleasure to be here. So first of all, just tell us, why are you in South Africa at the moment? Well, you know, um, accidents, <laughs> kind of intentional accidents. They happened. I, uh, a year ago, I applied uh, for my executive MBA, and they basically offered uh, um, consulting projects here in South Africa. So we were consulting a couple of companies that are based in here, um, Discovery, uh, Bitwest Bank, and Cosis Haven, a couple of NGOs, and, and, and Burn Shield, and a couple of other companies. And uh, I didn't expect them to accept me because I'm actually the youngest person on the um, uh, in, in, in the group, but they did. So here I am in South Africa. And actually, one of the best-selling points for, 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 for the program, at least for me personally, was to come to South Africa because I always wanted to see what is it like to be here. Um, because of the history that you have here. So I'll stop myself, myself here. <laughs> Amazing. Certainly great to have you. So tell us a little bit about about Lithuanian Jewry uh, just right at the moment. I mean, it's something that we obviously have a, a connection to as South African Jews and because of our Lithu- Lithuanian heritage. But I, I guess people don't think about too much what is what is it like to live in Lithuania today. Yeah, great question. So, you know, there are only a couple of thousand Jews um, that are in Lithuania. We have a big uh, community of Israeli students that came here to study medicine mainly or healthcare sciences. So we have a couple of hundreds of students um, and also from, from quite a few students that, that are Jewish from, from Germany. But if we speak about the Jewish community, there are a couple of thousands of Jews. We do have two schools. One is more secular. And actually, it's one of the top schools in the country. And we have another school that is a Chabad school, um, which is a bit smaller. We, you know, before the war, there were 136 spring houses and uh, synagogues only in the capital of Lithuania, that is Vilna, Vilnius. Now we have one working synagogue, which is a choral synagogue of, of Vilnius. So, you know, these, these contrasts, uh, they're, they're there. And what it's like to be Jewish in Lithuania, I get that question quite a lot, obviously, because, uh, you know, the, the country is pretty homogenous. So if you have someone with brown eyes and brown hair, I know people cannot see me right now, but <laughs> kind of trying to describe myself like a typical, you know. 
Yes, uh, Amit is, uh, is, is not blonde. That's, no, no, uh, not blonde. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you look different, you have a different name without an ending. Most of the Lithuanian names, they, they sound different, right? I, I never, I went to a Lithuanian school. I've, I've never hide, like, it was never, like, even on my mind to, like, hide my identity. <laughs> I was always there being Jewish, bringing matzah to my classmates who were not Jewish. And uh, the country itself is pretty pro-Israel. I think Israeli ambassadors always are like one of the most popular people in the country, <laughs> always on the news, like telling about the culture and yada, yada, yada. And, and there's a lot of interest about, you know, the, the Jewish life. Um, and the Jewish culture from the from the country and Lithuanian citizens. So, so, so let me let me ask you that very quickly. So hang on a minute. So so are you telling me that in Lithuania you look different from the surrounding population? Are they like tall and blonde or something like that? Is I it? cannot say that all of them are tall and blonde. R- right. Because obviously, but there's not too much of a racial diversity. Okay. And. Uh, yeah, I think I was one of the darkest kids in the class. <laughs> okay, so that's interesting because in, obviously in South Africa, uh, that's, uh, it, it's a, a very different. different dynamic, right? I know. And, and, but, but at the same time, it's, it's also interesting what you have to say about how Lithuania is kind of pro-Israel because even today, Lithuanian population maybe at the, at the ground level does not necessarily have the best uh, reputation maybe for how it thinks about Jews. Oh. And sometimes the government has had issues there with uh, how it uh, deals with with the memory of the Holocaust and that sort of thing. So I, I imagine that it is quite a uh, it, there's there's all sorts of maybe things that we just don't see because of what we yeah. you know what we've seen in the past. Yeah. Well, th- that is absolutely right. And I think sometimes to myself, like, isn't that ridiculous? You know, mm-hmm. like you walk down the streets, and, and a lot of people, you know, they they you know a lot of people, you know, who actually the fifty percent around fifty percent of the population of the capital of Lithuania was Jewish. Mm. Around 50% of the capital of Lithuania was Jewish. Now it's like a tiny fraction that is out there um, of the Jewish community compared to the Litvak, uh, to, to the Lithuanian community. And, you know, people walk around, they see buildings, right? They hear the history. They, they, they hear about Kentridge. There was a Konas, the second biggest city, is now a capital of culture. And actually, you know, we had, like, the majority of, like, painters and artists were actually Litvaks, mm-hmm. right? And I've, I've heard that, you know, you know, it's, it's like interesting to see that these people they are coming back and they're representing their, their art in the country they were, uh, they, where their family was from because, you know, the, the Litvaks, they've, 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 they've built quite a few interesting th- things in their lives, right? From, from artists to writers and performers and, and yada, yada. So Lithuanians, they, they question themselves who lived behind these walls, right? When I walk, who, who lived in my house before, right? And these things happen. Even my school that I went to, and as I mentioned, I went to not not a, not a not a Jewish school. I went to a Lithuanian school. My school was built. Uh, there were two buildings. So one of the buildings that I used to go when I was in grade four was built literally on top of the great synagogue of Vilna, wow. right next to where Vilna Gaon lived. <laughs> and I was the only Jewish kid there, and I would go to literally shul every day <laughs> to shul my school. Every day, and it's like crazy. We, you know, we we play dodgeball in the backyard of a great synagogue of Vilna. It's like, in, you know, insane. And and Lithuanians, they, they start asking these questions: Who lived behind these walls, right? They they do take pride to some extent in some of the Litvak, right? Artists, as I mentioned, and writers and the history. But so so it's kind of a kind of interesting thing to observe. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that must be a, a fascinating uh, part of. 
of what goes on. So let's talk about some of the other institutions. So you've talked about the shuls and the schools. You're also involved with some of the other Jewish organizations uh, in, in Lithuania, the, the Janusz Korczak Museum uh, Foundation, yeah, uh, and a couple other things. So to talk to us about some of the other institutions that, you, that, that you're involved in and, and that are part of the Lithuanian scene. Right, so officially, like on paper, <laughs> and not only, I'm involved with the free. Uh, one of them is based in the States at the moment, which is Academy for Jewish Religion. I'm, I'm on a, uh, I'm on a board there. I'm a chair of the board of Dr. Janusz Korczak Foundation. It's an international center. Um, so, quite a few things we do out there, including, you know, inviting Lithuanian kids to learn about the Jewish history. And because Janusz Korczak was a very famous figure, in 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 sort of the Holocaust, because he 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 ran orf- orphanages and he ran them sort of demo- democratically for yes. for kids and yes. and and actually ra- in, when when mm-hmm. when the Holocaust came, he actually accompanied those children to the death camps exactly. rather than than leave. Exactly. So 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 a lot of that, a lot of the a lot of the activities they are uh, focused around kids, Jewish and not Jewish, kids with disabilities and not only. So so. <clears throat> so, 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 so that's what we do in Lithuania. And also the Jewish community, Jewish Litvak community, uh, where we do quite a few things, right? We have, you know, activities for kids, young families, young adults, and so on. You know, the, as I mentioned, the community is very small, and I think what's different in Lithuania is that we celebrate a lot of things within the communal settings to, sort, to some extent. So, you know, um, it's a small but, uh, but uh, a community that has a strong identity, I'd say. And one of the things that I also find pretty interesting is that quite a few friends of mine, um, you know, who, who are having babies right now, they're fighting in order to have their kids named, you know, the Jewish names in the original form. Because there, there, there are some Lithuanian kind of uh, uh, legal issues when you like don't have the ending to your last name. You have to have like ending to your last name. Most of the last names in Lithuania would sound like my last name is Goldman, so it would be Goldman Yene if I was a married woman, or Goldmanite if you're not married. So a lot of you know young Jews they are fighting to have their kids named, and it's really interesting to observe because during the Soviet times, somehow people with the name Boruch would become Boris. Uh-huh. Or like uh, my my dad's name was Koppel, which is a, which is a Yiddish name, but some of his friends would call him Costa or like Constantine, even though his original name is is uh, Koppel. But people would just call him differently, and it's interesting to see that the things that were oppressed and, and the Jewish community that was oppressed for for quite a while, and they were you know afraid to maybe possibly show their Jewish identity. Now they're actually fighting to actually have their names the way they're supposed to be. So, so let's talk about that for a minute, uh, just outside of the Jewish context, uh, because it, the, the that part of the world, the Baltic states, Latvia, Lithuania, uh, has been uh, a big focus uh, of, of the last few weeks, months, because of Russia. What has Lithuania been like post the Soviet era as an independent country, and and you know what kind of country are they looking to build? So, you know, it's been quite a while. Actually, my entire life I lived in the, in the, in, in the not, I, I was not born in the Soviet times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's been completely different from what I've heard. Cannot, to be honest, compare because I never lived back in the days. But, you know, very democratic. I think that the young uh, generation is, you know, very open-minded, pretty liberal. It's, it's a great place to be in general, in general sense. Um, if you have a good job, you know, if you have a good salary, like you, if you work for like, because, you know, within, we, we were part of the EU, we we're part of the NATO, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's completely, you know, 
it's completely different. You have a freedom to travel whenever. You can wake up in London and in the evening go to your lectures or, or have lectures in Lafinia, go back to London in the evening. Um, and, and it's just wonderful, like, having this freedom to travel. And uh, I think that the, the country that is being built right now and is, 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 is going the right direction. We'll see how it will go. Now, speaking of the political uh, situation that is happening right now, for me personally, again, I'm not a politician. My background is in healthcare. You know, for me personally, it was a bit of a concern because when, um, you know, Russia invaded Ukraine, which uh, was pretty controversial and something scary, that, sure. and scary, honestly, it was scary. I, I had my own cousins in Ukraine. One of the reasons he, he the, 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 the president of Russia said that um, you know, he wants to denazify the country who is being led by a Jewish president. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the, the kind of, uh, the agenda that is being brought to, and I have to admit that I, I've seen this in the news and elsewhere, some of the, some of the, some of the, um, media sources, so to say, where they were trying to portray countries being super anti-Semitic, even though they're not that much. As I said, I'm openly Jewish. Of course, there there is a bit of a domestic uh, anti-Semitism. Not go, not going to lie, of course, but uh, I, I haven't heard of a of a single person who would be attacked on the street for wearing a kippah. Mm-hmm. As I said, Israeli ambassador was one of the most popular ambassadors. Now, uh, a couple of of, of his team, uh, the previous ambassador, a couple of his teammates. They're now actually based in South Africa. So hello to them if they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful people, Kostin and, and his wife. So, 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 you know, it's, 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 it has really been concerning. Uh, but also we're part of NATO. So, so let's see how that goes. Now, you in the, in the healthcare, uh, space and, and La- uh, Lithuania and actually some of the other Baltic states as well, Estonia, Latvia, it's become a kind of a, a tick hub in, in, in Europe uh, for, for different startups in, in the same way as, as Israel has been. And you've been part of that. So, so tell us a little bit about what you've been involved in at, at the work level. Yeah, of course. So I ended up at startups accidentally. My entire career, I worked for like private medical centers, mainly, you know, uh, business development, was responsible for patient acquisition from international markets and like doing a lot of stuff around that. And a couple of years ago, I got a call from an acquaintance of mine that's based in LA, and he was like, Amit, I have this idea for a startup. Do you want to be part of it? And and he actually has uh, roots in Lafinia, and his partner is Jewish. And I was like, you know, you only live once. Let's try it. I don't know how startups work. Let's do it. And I joined the startup. We co-founded a startup. A couple of months ago, we were uh, we were acquired uh, by another company oh, that's wow. in the States. Sure. So so we have a lot of fintech. We do have a lot of fintech, maybe not not that much of a health tech, but uh, but we do have a lot of like you know centers, uh, business centers of of a lot of uh, companies, uh, international companies that that kind of have their centers and office centers in 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 Lithuania, which which is pretty cool, you know. And we have a lot of developers and people who are you know hardworking and and trying to 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 do a lot of stuff. But I'd say that fintech is one of the top feels for like startups <clears throat> but not only and we have quite a few quite a few unicorns or up-and-coming unicorns uh, one of them is actually in healthcare uh, and the other one is in the second hand kind of a clothing space <laughs> amazing now uh, 
we as the community often send uh, people to Poland uh, on like Holocaust tours and that sort of thing. I mean, that part of the world, if, if people come to visit Lithuania, is there uh, opportunities to see um, to see things and history that is associated with the Jewish community? You mentioned the Vilna Goan and, and, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, great question. Honestly, um, when I came here, if if I may expand this question a little bit wider, broader, mm-hmm. um, I, I decided to come here uh, a week earlier than the rest of my group because I, I knew about the history of you know of South Africans, South African Jewry, and uh, I wanted to explore it a little bit because ninety percent of the Jewish community right here was Litvak. Uh, but I think we'll get back to it uh, later on. And, uh, you know, it was fascinating for me to see what you have here. And, uh, you know, uh, and I've heard a lot of different opinions. You know, a lot of people, they said they, they're never coming back to Lithuania. And that makes sense, right, because of what happened to, to the families. Um, I think my grandmother, who was from Wilkomir, uh, Gedrovich Stettel, she was the, you know, who was the only survivor from her family. She never, she, she once came back to her house, but she never came back to the city again after she left it. Because all of, all of her family was killed. So, so that makes a lot of sense. And, um, but in the general perspective, to come and see where your ancestors are from, for me, is fascinating and, and, and insanely interesting, right? You know, I'm 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 a bit of a fan. I did, you know, all these genetic tests. I did my family tree. We've recommend I've reconnected with the family. Actually, my grandmother's first cousin moved to South Africa when she was six. She passed away already, and and they've never met. Um, and we've just reconnected with the family, and I met them for the very first time during my trip to South Africa in person because we've just connected on the internet. So you know, to come and and experience and see. It was really, really fascinating. And for the people who would maybe, you know, as you mentioned, people, a lot of people, they go to Poland and elsewhere. But I think it's a must to come and visit the place where your family was from. Why are you going to Poland and not to Lithuania where your ancestors were from? And, and in a sense of do we have as a country to show something? You know, there are a lot of burial places, a lot of pits where Jews were just killed in like forests without not know, without not knowing where, who is, you know, Buried. That's what happened to my family. I don't know where my grand, great grandparents are buried. I don't know. I guess we'll know. We'll, we'll never know. But um, uh, and we don't have a museum like Poland does, or the concentration camps, because you know, in Lithuania, didn't have to have concentration camps. Mm-hmm. Things just happened in the pits. Well, uh, people yes. were just people were just killed without without anything else. But, um, yeah, but uh, I hope that, and, and I know that quite a few people are working on it, like Sergei Konovich on the shtetl, and uh, I hope to see a Jewish museum one day in Lithuania because of, of its history. We're talking to Amit Goldman today. She is uh, from the Lithuanian Jewish community and uh, in studio on her visit to South Africa. I'm Benji Shulman, and this is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. Chai FM has taken you into hackathons, first day of school, huge conferences, amazing communal celebrations, and store openings. When ha- when you have Chai FM at your event, we bring you 125,000 of our friends with us through the radio. Of course, if you're planning a product or business launch, revamp, store opening, or any special event, why also why not also have a Chai FM outside broadcast? You can call us now on 01 on 01010404090. 
uh, to find out more. That's right. So you can check us out. That's 0101-404090 to find out more. Chai FM, if you want to be part of our outside broadcasts. We are talking uh, today to Amit Goldman, uh, finishing off our conversation with her about what it's like to be Jewish in Lithuania. Uh, Amit, if people want to see more about Lithuania, more about the Jewish community, more about the kind of work that you're doing, what's, what's the best way for them to, to do that? I think that uh, different questions might arise for different people. Mm-hmm. So just you can, you can shoot me an email. Um, it depends on where I am. Sometimes I respond quickly. Sometimes it takes a little bit more time, but uh, they can shoot me an email and I could put them in touch with, with people who might help them with the questions that they might be interested in. Um, and of course, you know, there's a Jewish community of Lithuania, so they can approach the Jewish community directly or, you know, uh, for the religious purposes, you know, we have Chabad or the, the, the religious community. So yeah, but if but if anything is needed, they can approach me. So, so do, you, do, do you do you have an email? What what would yes, be? Yes, it's I for international, A for Amit, M for mother, then so I am Amit Goldman at gmail dot com. I am Goldman. I am Amit. I am Amit. I, I am Amit. Right. Okay. <laughs> I am Amit Goldman at gmail dot com. If you want to uh, get any information, uh, you can certainly do that, and uh, sure that uh, she'll be very very happy to help you, Amit. Enjoy the rest of your time in South Africa, uh, and we hope that you will be back soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. And I don't know if I may just share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. I when I, when I arrived here to to Cape Town um, at first because I was in Cape Town and I entered the Jewish Museum and and seeing shtetl in Africa, it was absolutely incredible for me. So seeing the continuation of the Jewish life. That kind of, you know, is an, is an alternative. It's an, it seems and it looks and it feels like I'm in an alternative Lithuania that could have been, if mm-hmm. not the Shoah, if not the, if not the pogroms, if not the Soviet times. It's, it's just extremely fascinating. And I just want to say as I hope and I wish that more Jewish people from Lithuania, the Lithuanian heritage, would come to South Africa, especially because I think this is the only Jewish community in the world, and I did visit quite a few of those, that actually has such a strong Litvak Jewish identity, and I've never, ever seen that in my life. And I think that's why wherever I go and I see, like, it's either Rabbi, Rabbi Yoshi at the Garden Shul or the Shtetl in the Jewish Museum or even uh, an event organized by the by the Jewish Board of De- Deputies last night, you know, where, where you could see like all of these all of these organizations and the thriving Jewish lives. Every time I have that feeling inside of me, I want to cry. I want to I want to see what a wonderful what a wonderful place this is. And and I hope that more people will will get exposed to what you have here in South Africa. I didn't expect what I've seen, and it's been really a pleasure to be here, and I hope to be back again sometime in the nearest or, or, or not that near future. It's a, a really beautiful and positive uh, way to end. Thank you, Amit, uh, and I think that you're so right. Sometimes when you get wrapped up in the everyday, you you can't always see what we have here, and I think that uh, having an outsider and someone with, with that special connection to being able to see it I think is very special. So thank you for, for bringing those insights, and uh, you are always welcome in our community.